I'm Gina Livy, and welcome to my podcast. That's not just about weight loss. It's about losing your weight in a way where you never have to look back. I'm going to talk in finally and forever. The podcast itself is a collection of Facebook Lives for my 91-day weight loss program that if you're following along, it's going to give you great insight and information on maximizing your efforts. We also include amazing guest interviews where we're not afraid to have real conversations and break it down. And of course, I'll be weighing in on a variety of topics. I mean, anything and everything weight loss related. The podcast itself is hosted on Acast, but it's available on all platforms like the one you're listening to right now, Spotify, Apple, and also Amazon Music. Welcome to Weigh In Wednesday, where we're weighing in on all things maintenance in the maintenance group. Uh, with me today, of course, is Odette, the manager of the maintenance group. A couple of new faces to introduce. Kim is joining us. Kim is the manager of the weight loss group. She was in maintenance. Now you're back working for more. And then we're also joined by Monica, uh, one of our amazing members down 50 pounds. Monica, why don't we start with you? Hello. Welcome. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. And again, thank you for having me. I'm really, uh, it's just a pleasure to be here with you all today. So where are you, uh, where are you coming, where are you coming from? Where, where, where are you? Like, where are you, where are you physically right now? Ottawa, Ontario. Oh, Okay, we're all uh, we're all anticipating the storm that's coming this way. O- Odette, it's hitting Odette right now. Kim, uh, Kim's in BC, so I think you might be free and clear. No, no, we're not. We're actually supposed to get a dump of snow tonight, and it's windy. And I've been watching my lights flicker all day today too. So <laughs> it's it's I can feel it coming, and Monica, no doubt it's it's headed your way. So um, first of all, Kim, welcome, hello, um, Monica. Where? Let's start with you. So where? Fifty pounds down, I hear. Um, where are you in your journey now? Are you, are you, I hear you joined the maintenance group in July. Have you been like full maintenance mode since July? What stage of maintenance in you in, are you in? Like, where are you at? Well, this is, it's a challenging piece of, of maintenance I'm in at the moment. So I hit my 50, um, at the end of November. And so for three weeks leading up to Christmas, I was, you know, I kept, kept the 50 off and I was just, you know, I've lost the weight and I'm, you know, mindfully, you know, checking and doing all the things, still keeping up my lemon water and the supplements. I haven't given up any of that lately. Well, yeah. ever actually, um, the water, etc. So doing really, really well. And then going into Christmas, I knew it would be, um, you know, a challenge. Um, I am an entertainer. We entertain a lot here at home. I'm a baker, I'm a foodie. And, um, nice. you know, we were, we were hosting and entertaining quite a bit. So I wanted to enjoy all that. Um, so I did indulge in many things, but I did not overeat and I always okay. used to overeat. I go back for seconds mm-hmm. and third. So stay, you know, the indulging, I knew that, um, I was going to be up. I knew that I was going to be up some weight, but again, first Christmas ever indulging, indulging, enjoying, no guilt, no nice. dialogue. Nice. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? You're going to be up 20 pounds tomorrow. Why, why, why? None of that. Um, it felt so great. And I knew I'm, as I remember you saying in, in one of the lives, Gina, mitigating the damage now. How is that scale going to react? What are the fluctuations, fluctuations going to look like? So I was up five. And so I thought, okay. And to me, this was real weight gain. Now, I didn't feel heaviness in there, 
but the, the scale was staying at that five up. And I thought, okay, well, that's fine. I'm not going to berate myself. This is the way it is. I thoroughly enjoyed the, the joy Christmas and the difference yep. between Christmas, of course, and other times of year for a, a, a birthday or an anniversary or something is that Christmas isn't just one day. It's a yeah. season. <laughs> so yeah, it goes on for a period. <laughs> so I quickly got on to, you know, personalizing the plan because, you know, yeah. hardcore all in. And now I am just, I'm, I was so free of that brain dialogue during the weight loss, lost the weight, everything's great. And now I've got this whole different brain dialogue because I have been personalizing the crap out of the plan, doing all of the okay. things, knowing what I need to do. And that scale is not budging. So I know, you know, you've said many times, like once you've hit your lowest low, you're not always trying to get to that or stay at that lowest low. You're going to be up five pounds once you start reintroducing things, which made sense over Christmas. But yes. now it's been like five weeks of personalizing the plan and that scale is playing with me again. I'm like, but the weird thing is, Gina, this is the brain game. If I go on the scale tomorrow, and the five pounds are just miraculously gone. I'd be like, oh, I feel great. This is terrific. Wonderful. Yeah. So I'm still yeah. a little tied to that scale and that number. Are you feeling the five pounds? Not really. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say because November, December, January, that's enough time for your weight to really solidify. And that five pounds of your rep could just be that five pound range. It could be a lot of things. I know Odette, you probably have something to say about this because I know she's not the only one kind of feeling this as well. Like you, you're, you're hearing this a lot in the group, especially not just after Christmas, but people getting back on track and that dialogue, it's, it's a different type of dialogue, but it's there. Is it out of habit? Is that we're just so used to thinking that way? I know uh, we talked today about like your weight loss journey has been, has become your hobby. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you've been trying to lose weight for so long. And then when that dialogue isn't there anymore, maybe we just fill it with a different kind of dialogue. I don't know. Thoughts with that? Yeah, I think we do see this a lot. Like we do encounter our members that are that are still tied to the scale and the scale is dictating, you know, their success and how they're feeling where you and just like Monica says, she feels the same. But it's just it's that mental thing where you're still allowing the scale to tell you that you've been successful or not been successful. And it's having to shift that mindset of the way you feel, the way you look, you know, being proud of your accomplishments. That's what should be telling you you're successful. But it's it's valid. I mean, it is like you said, it's a hobby. It's a habit to, to rely on that scale to tell you how successful you've been because you've been told that for so long. Right. That's. So well, I guess where I'm a little scared here, too, is that, you know, personalizing plan, as I say, for weeks now, scale really not moving. So if I then, you know, into that third phase of uh, third stage of finally and forever, it's like if I now, so if I, you know, or shortly in a few weeks, if I still personalizing plan, and if I start, you know, the odd indulgence here, then well, it's going to go up even more. And then I'm, I'm in this weird, like, oh, my goodness, yeah. like, I feel... Mm -hmm. Great, but I, I still am struggling a little bit with that 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 uh, connection to the scale. And frankly, you know, I'm like, when my body was in the weight loss mode, it, the fluctuations, I understood everything that was happening. 
And, you know, my, my weight loss journey was very like this, you know, it wasn't big and up and down, up and down, very consistent mm. down. And so I really felt by personalizing the plan for a number of weeks, okay, it's, you know, it should go down a pound or two at least, you know, or whatever. So now I'm, I'm in this, I'm a little scared. I'm a little confused. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> Should I just let it go? I feel great. I look great. I can't believe friggin' 50 pounds. Like, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely have some questions, but I want to go to Kim because I know Kim, you lost your weight. How much did you lose in total? 50 pounds. And 50 pounds. it okay. went up and down, you know, give or take. It went up and down. There's, I have about a 10 pound range that my body likes to play around with, but it was about, you know, settled in around 50 pounds. And okay. And then you were in maintenance. You chose to be in maintenance for how long? Quite a while. I didn't really pick. I think, I think oh. I, I think I, I wasn't, I think the reason why I want to lose more is I let go of that number because I was happy with where I was. I was comfortable where I was and I let go of that number and thought I'm happy. I'm content here. I feel healthy. I have energy. I feel good. I look good in the clothes I want to look good in. I'm good. And, um, so I didn't really choose maintenance. Maintenance kind of chose me that way. Yeah, so okay. I, I wasn't digging deep. I was definitely following a maintenance plan, like redoing the program, personalizing the plan then and following that. But I really wasn't maximizing all the things because my intention wasn't to lose weight. My intention was to keep me where I was. Mm -hmm. Lots of situational change and stress. Then I started struggling a little bit harder to maintain that. And then I kind of recognized I still need more work in maintenance. And then I kind of thought, you know what? I do need to lose a little, I want to lose a little, I shouldn't say need. I want to want, lose a little yeah. bit more weight because mm. I feel like maybe, like maybe I could, like I've been where I am and it's almost like I created a new set point for myself inside, not like physically, but a mental mm. set point for myself where I was happy. And then I yeah. thought, like, yeah, I could actually push myself a little harder. I, I have been smaller than this and I know I could do it. And I know maybe I wasn't trying as much as I could have. So I, <laughs> yeah, something. No, no, I was just, this is where I want to bring it back to Monica, because I'm thinking, okay, it could be just kind of reconciling your internal dialogue, right? Like I've lost all this weight. I truly feel amazing. Maybe you do have a desire to lose more, but at the end of the day, you're the only person who knows what the scale is saying. So if you close fit good and you, you feel amazing, then maybe the, maybe, you know, it's like, why, what, what is my issue with this? Why can't I move on from it? Maybe it's just because you were trying for so long, or maybe you don't trust or maybe think it's a slippery slope or who knows what that could be. But to your point, Kim, like I wasn't doing all the things, I think a couple things. So it's a different season, right? Like in the winter time, your body's more inclined to store extra, your, your metabolism is a little lower. Um, you know, I, if you're, if you, a lot of times I'm not saying you're doing this, Monica, but a lot of times people will eat the same things and do the same things when trying to get back on track or take that number down that they did when they were losing and not what they need to do now. Right. Like, so maybe you need to add more carbohydrates or my more, you know, higher fat foods um, to because that's what the body sort of craves in the winter time. Like if you're forcing yourself to eat light salads because that's what you ate when you lost the wind, the your weight in the spring and summer. Do you know what I mean? You think I'm going to do everything I did that worked for me last time. And it could be something also outside of that. I, and I'm just Odette and I had a conversation about this, about 
personalize the plan and maximizing. Where does maximizing fit in when you're in maintenance? Because we're always talking about doing all the things when you're trying to lose. And then we don't really put that emphasis when we're trying to just get back on track. It's like, you know, follow the food plan, do what you need to do. But that's where it could be, you know, maybe your environment has changed, your stress levels have changed, or the seasons have changed, your vitamin D levels as have dropped, you know, so those kinds of things. So are you sort of thinking or like, how are you incorporating maximizing into, you know, getting that? Are you, do you actually need that skill to move? Right. And are you then doing all those things or is it just mental? Like, which one is it? Well, you know, it's funny you, you mentioned. Hmm. So, yeah. So um, I, I, as I say, it's been personalizing the plan, not back on track for me because back on track is, you know, just a few indulgences and then back on track for a few yeah. days, but definitely personalizing mm-hmm. the plan. But your point is very interesting um, about maybe adding in some more, you know, carbohydrates or, or not eating sort of exactly the same way when I was losing, which tends losing. to be what I'm doing. I, I mean, mm-hmm. do I have car- like, I, <laughs> You know, I might have a, a piece of toast or a bit of pasta once every two months, if that, you know, so I really haven't been uh, putting those back into my diet in any way. Um, now, that's not to say, and this is what I've learned so well, that, you know, if we're going out for a special dinner or something, I'm having the bread basket. I'm having my favorite pasta. I'm enjoying it yeah. all, you know, yeah. before. But day to day, day to day to day is uh, really just like lots of high, high fat, high protein yogurts and fruit and nuts in the morning. And the sense I love salads because I make them very interesting. I add all kinds of stuff, so I don't mind the salads. Um, and then you know, if I want the snacks in the afternoon, I'll combine um, or not, depending as long as I'm not you know three and a half four hours, got to eat something. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then regular dinner, like usually chicken or, you know, I do a lot of that Tex-Mex chicken that was so popular and lots of salads then too. So maybe, maybe I do need to add in occasionally like a potato or a sweet potato mm-hmm. or some rice or something. Maybe. I'm, uh, I'm just reading, I'm reading some of the comments here. Yes. The fear, the fear of going back mm-hmm. versus working on building the trust, you know, um, you know, practicing the mindfulness there's the, so we, we fear adding things in and going higher. That's what I'm personally working through that, that fear, is that fear there for you? Is that, is that part of it? And, and also I'm so fascinated by like, you, you know, being a foodie, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I love that you're sort of all in because I think when people are losing, they, they lose that. And then that's also like how you like, that's something you truly love. So is there, is there like, first of all, how do you deal with being a foodie and how do you find that now? But also is also that fear and maybe they're tied together. I don't know that you love food, but at the same time, you're fearful that, you know, well, the fear that that's true. I mean, I, hmm, yeah, to be honest, probably fear of uh, bringing in those foods again, because I haven't been eating them, you know, other than for the odd treat here and there, but in terms of the foodie, piece. Um, yeah. I mean, my goodness, you know, I will spend hours and hours and days and days putting a menu together if we're having a dinner party or something like that. And I love it. And I can still do that. But what I'm not doing, and this is the biggest difference, is that I don't have to have a special fun meal every single mm-hmm. meal of every day. Like in my everyday yeah. life, mm-hmm. I can just basically follow the food plan. I know what to eat and, you know, when to eat it. I don't really have to think about that. So, you know, being a, like I can, I can still um, work and 
plan all my dinner parties and, and, and all of that, and that that's great fun. But what I was doing before as a foodie is I was just making great food every single day, wonderful recipes and throwing desserts in there. And I'm like, yeah, you can just still enjoy food, but it, each meal does not have to be a, a thing. Like it does yeah. have to be a big deal. <laughs> Yeah, that in itself is a huge place, huge, huge place to be. Uh Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm, I'm reading this comment from Valerie. I think we are having difficulty moving on because we're hovering on the high side while maximizing personalizing the plan is still on plan. So uh, first of all, you have to decide, are you getting back on track? Like, you know, like Monica said, or are you going for more weight? And I think though, I think you can maximize during both. I think that you can pull out that old 20 questions. Maybe we should post that. I don't know if that's in the group, Odette, like the maximizing 20 questions. If you are personalizing the plan, don't just think, oh, I'm doing all the things. So I remember when the pandemic first hit, and I, I, I don't know what group I was on, but um, I kept my first original group open and there were some members in there that were still active. I used to keep them open. They could support each other. And there was mm-hmm. this thread and it's like, I don't know what's going on, but my weight is coming back and I'm back on track. And they're all like, yeah, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And whenever this big thread and I had to come in there, I said, is anyone thinking about the stress? Like, is anybody thinking about that at all, right? They're also focused on doing the foods and portions and doing that, that they completely forgot about all the other things. Of course, stress being a big one. But when you are trying to see your lowest low, you're like, do you want to live a life? I'm going to ask all three of you this. Do you want to live a life? Like, I know some people might aspire to live a life where they see the lowest low, where every day they're drinking their water and they're taking their supplements and they're managing their stress and their sleep. And I mean, I, I love the idea of that, but I really have no interest in that. So I've reconciled that my weight can fluctuate between 10 pounds. Like when I say up between 10 pounds, like up between 10 pounds, like even right mm-hmm. now, like my, I, you know, I've got my big girl jeans on my tummy's all like, whatever these are, I couldn't even fit my butt into my skinny jeans right now. I'm not stressing about it. I know what I need to do. I'm just not really doing it because I'm just like, yeah, well, I'll get there when I get there, whatever. Um, you know, so is it, do you mm-hmm. want to live a life where you want to see your lowest low or you, or do we need to accept this like this range, I think the range is so normal. That's where homeostasis is. That's where your body has adjusted around your new weight. It's so normal, but then it's kind of like, well, you either have to accept that or live a life where you want to see your lowest low. Hmm. Oh, Dad. Yeah, so I I want to I want to live my life feeling like I'm at my lowest low. So regardless yeah. of what the scale says, I want to feel like I am. So. If I get up and I feel like my jeans feel okay, my clothes feels okay, I, I feel like, you know, if I didn't have a scale, I would feel like I'm at my lowest low because that's the feeling that I want to keep. So, yeah. you know, if, but if I step on the scale and I'm not at my lowest low, is that going to make me feel worse? Because if it is, I, I'm, I, I'm not ready to go there yet. So I, and if I start feeling like I'm not at my lowest low, that's when I'm going to start really maximizing my maintenance jersey 
Jersey, journey, right? Like, so if I okay, we can get you a jersey. We can get you a jersey. You can. Oh, I'm, I'm done with the Washington jerseys. My kids ate me out this year, so I'm almost done with it. Um, yeah, so I don't. Uh, when I start feeling like I'm not at my lowest low, then that's when I really, you know, kick into action to optimize a few things. You know, maybe I need to look at my water. Maybe I look, need to look at my movement, or maybe I need to, yeah. you know, optimize the foods a little bit more. So for yeah. me, I I am living. I'm trying to live feeling my lowest low versus feeling your lowest low. Feeling yeah, your versus lowest knowing low. what it actually is. Because as soon as you Woo! put those things on and you're like, oh, this doesn't feel like my lowest low anymore, you know, yeah. then then maybe that's the point. For me, that's the point that I know that I gotta step it up. Yeah, well, I think it's for me, I my jeans aren't fitting and I know when I'm like, mm -hmm. do I care that much? And I'm like, yeah, not really, you know, like I, I, and so then I'm very mindful, like if I'm going to rag on myself about it, I should maybe start drinking my water and, you know, moving my body and doing the things. Kim, you, you maintained, you were in that active maintenance phase for a while. What was your, were you pursuing the lowest low? Where, where were you at? No, I feel like I stayed there for quite a while because I really did follow the maintenance of, you know, personalizing the plan and really feel like I put that, that, you know, good few months of really trying. So I feel like it stayed there for a while. And for me, I, what Odette said, whatever she said, no, she, it's really the, um, it is, it's that, it was that feeling. So for me, um, when I really was like, okay, I need to get back there is when I wasn't able to wear those jeans that were my, you know, like, you know, they get a little snug or whatever, but when I wasn't able to wear them, I was like, okay, it's time to rein things back in. But one of the big things I noticed is it often, it didn't come at times when I was necessarily indulging and overeating. If I was indulging or overeating, cause we were on vacation or something like that, it was coming home and going, you know, back on track for a couple of days or getting back to personalizing the plan, as Monica said, would bring it back quite quickly. What made it stay and caused a lot of the fluctuations was really uh, situational change. So stress, lack of sleep and things like that. And I almost feel like it's exactly what you said. It's the maximizing while you're in that. And I noticed that that's when I'm not feeling like I'm at my lowest low and I'm not feeling good or I feel like I'm going off track is when I'm not taking care of the other things in my life. So that's, I think it's the tiredness. It's the energy. That's the part that? that I feel. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Monica, what about you? Well, that is fascinating conversation here. So, um, yeah, the, you know, I want to feel at my lowest low for sure. So I like what Odette was saying there and, you know, maybe, you know, maybe I step away from the scale for a little bit because I, I yes. really feel good mm -hmm. right now. And mm -hmm. my clothes are feeling wonderful. Uh, I, I've even sort of jumped off the deep end and started taking a really, I've got some really, really nice clothes that I just didn't want to get rid of. And I've taken them to a seamstress to get altered. And I'm like, okay, now it's really, it's really real. <laughs> um, but yeah. uh, I, I just, um, and you know, I only saw that lowest low for like two days, right? And then, you know, you fluctuate a little bit in there. But then, as I say, I guess I'm still just trying to figure out, I understand where the five pounds came from, or at least I thought it was over that Christmas season, but now weeks into personalizing a plan and it's not really moving very much, but I, maybe it's, it wasn't real waking. I don't know. Like I'm still, um, I feel great. I absolutely feel great. I'm at a, a number that I have not seen since, you know, early days of my, of my uh, wedding day. And I've been married 36 years. So, <laughs> but 
I don't know. It's still, I still get that little bit of, I got to get that scale out of my head, I think. Mm. Yeah, I think you got to figure out what maintenance looks like and feels like too. I think a couple of things are happening. Just putting the time in, like, so you can, you can be done losing your weight. And then three months later, all of a sudden, everyone's like, you lost so much more weight. Oh my goodness. How much? And you're like, I haven't. It's just, it takes that time for your weight to kind of solidify and adjust. Right. So that could be what's happening where that's happening for you, which is why you don't feel it. And then you could be in that like kind of fluctuating zone. I don't know where you're at with being active or, or even exercising or whatnot, but you know, when your body is at functioning at optimal level, levels and not feeling need to store fat, your workouts are more efficient. So, you know, on even the smallest level, increasing your, your, your muscle mass in your body, like there, you know, these things could be all happening at the same time. I think it's also to like, it does take your body time to adjust. And then there's also like, is there that you want to go for more? Are you having any of that? Because I think it's happened so often that when we first lose our weight, we feel amazing. And then also one thing that happens is once your body adjusts to your new weight, when you have a, a fat day, you feel, for lack of a better word, just as fat as you felt with 50 pounds. Like the, It's like the feelings come back and they all regulate and it's same, same. Like It feels like such a massive difference when you just lose your weight compared to when that's been your weight for a while, you know, you kind of just, you get used to it. And then I think that's why a lot of people three months, six months into maintenance are like, I think I can go for more because things are starting to, to settle. Are you feeling any of, are you feeling any of that? Well, just a bit to the, the first point there, um, this will come, come out in my file that, you know, the spotlight will come out uh, next week, I think. But, you know, I talk a lot about physical activity because I've, you know, I like to consider myself an athlete. Like I've always moved my body. Ah. I, was a, I, I was a very um, uh, active uh, figure skater competitor when I was, when I was very young. Um, physical nice. activity has always been part of, of my life. And then tennis now is my thing and I have for, for, for many years. Um, so the physical activity, the moving the body has never been an issue other than um, I used it and became obsessed with it. Um, just mm. like, you know, when we were doing the, you know, actually in the, the, the programs of losing the weight, you know, you talked about doing the aerobics and the, the leg warmers and the jumping up and down Well, I was yeah. doing that like <laughs> six, seven times yeah. a week, like mm -hmm. every single day, if I wasn't throwing up, you know, I wasn't working out enough, but then I compensate in the worst ways. I'd say, well, look what I did today. Look what I did today. Yeah. I worked out like a fan. Yeah. And so I'm going to sit here and, and eat o'clock at night, you know, so so yeah. that was a huge, huge issue. And when you said things like, you know, if, if you have a meal, indulge, indulge in the meal the night before, you're not going to gain 10 pounds overnight. Or if you don't do one workout a day, you're not going to gain 10 pounds overnight. I'm like, what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a smart person. And I, those are things that just never crossed my mind and yeah. such, such a help. So, um, Yes. So, so the physical activity has never been an issue, but I've certainly calmed all of that down. I move my body for pleasure. I go for lots of walks. Yeah. I do all of that. Yeah. But maybe, maybe that's part of this little, I don't know, like the, as you say, the muscle mass, right? Maybe it weighs a little bit heavier, although I don't want to really, you know, I don't know how, how true that is or not, but yeah. uh, rest mm -hmm. my body a lot too, a lot more than I ever did in, in my previous life. So um, yeah. but in going, in terms of going for more, I, I think I'm good. I'm, I'm good with the yeah. 50. I feel 
still amazing, but now I can't say 50 anymore. It's 45 because I can't get rid of this. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You, lost, you did lose 50, though. You did, you did lose 50. I did. Maybe it's, time. Maybe it's time. Everyone's talking about it. throw out the scale. Like, it does get to a point where it's not about the number. It's about how you feel and then being able to trust that. And maybe that's what you test out for a little bit. Now, if you want to go for more, I think, you know, you go for more, you're all in, you, yeah. you know, you, you, you're all in, you do all the things, pull up that maximizing post. We'll get Odette, you Odette, you can post it in the group um, after this conversation. Um, but perhaps get rid of that scale. Do you step on the scale anymore? Odette, Kim, do you guys still using the scale? I, I don't, I don't really use it that much. Um, I have, I still have it in my room and I, I, I sometimes will jump on, I'm going to be totally transparent. I will sometimes jump on and be like, I really wrecked myself this weekend. <laughs> I want to see what I did. <laughs> yeah. So I do some, and sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, I, I knew I did that. Or sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, I, I, you know, I did better than I thought, but I never really do it to dictate how my day is going to go or, or how I'm going to treat myself. So that was, like, that was for me, it was big and it doesn't happen right away. And, and you really have to lean into that trust. Um, so when I do step on it, it's almost for just to have fun with it. But I, I really had yeah. to get over letting it dictate how I was going to feel and treat myself. Kim, I know you're losing. Yeah, sure. I just want to get, I just will quickly, Kim, like, I know you're looking to lose again, but when you're in maintenance, did you use the scale? Um, you know, I, I, I did for the first little while and then I stopped for a while and the reason, and then I started again. And the reason I started again is because I did w start weighing myself when I was feeling it. And when I started feeling like I was, you know, maybe putting on some weight or getting off track and, I didn't like the way that I was reacting to the scale. I was back to thinking like, oh, I went off the rails. Now my scale's up. And I know that, you know, as you say, there's many reasons why the scale can be up. So I started going back on and using it as a tool again, just to have my mind back in that place where I didn't let yeah. it affect me. So I found that taking a break from the scale for a while set me back and that I was letting it affect me when I started going back on again. So I started doing it again just so that I could normalize that those fluctuations again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love that. Okay. So we are, our time is up, but Monica, I want to give you the last words. What's your story? Share away. Oh, I just wanted to say, so um, uh, I'm going away next, next week uh, to the sun to visit family and um, nice. I needed a new bathing suit. And um, I thought, Oh God, you know, I hate going to like, who likes to go bathing suit shopping, especially nobody, when, you know, yeah. Year, yeah. And, you know, for years, you're, you're feeling your weight and you hate to go in and the lighting is terrible. And I thought, OK, well, I'm just going to What is that You know, there, there's a reason why I'm telling you this story. Um, so I, I get to the store. I looked online to some of the things that I want to try on. So I go to the store and I go into the change room. And they said, well, what size are you? And I'm like, I, I really don't know. I don't know. Just these, these are the ones that I want to try on. And I said, well, so, and I gave, asked them to give me slightly bigger ones because that's what I always did. And yeah. I was putting them on and I had to keep asking for smaller ones. And then I put this bathing suit on and I looked at myself in the mirror, like I burst into tears. I, I burst in tears because I was, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like it, there's, you know, this imposter syndrome, I guess. I mean, I was looking at yeah. myself 
And I, I'm still with this five pounds up and I'm looking at myself and I'm going, oh my God, Monica, you know, yeah. you look fantastic. Why is, do you still yeah. have all this brain stuff going on? Right. Anyway, I ended up buying two bathing suits. Um, but, but, <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just relaying that because this is where all of this, you know, mind not catching up to your body or knowing yes. where you're it's at in terms of, yeah. you know, going real. or not. And oh my goodness. So I'm just thrilled to be part of this group. Gina, thank you for doing the maintenance group. I know it wasn't something you wanted to do, um, but we're, it's I just it's it's um, such a great part of the program. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, because it's really because our members have really created or helped us create the group. Odette and I talk about this all the time. Like it's such it's such in its infancy. We like you're right. I didn't want to. I wasn't sure people needed it. And then my mind has been blown with the conversations that we're having with all of the dialogue that takes place in the group with all the shares and honestly members like you who are who are just willing to have honest conversations we have got to go we are way over time but monica we have to have you back let's let's mm -hmm. have you back oh, I'd love time to be back. <laughs> honestly and and we do want to hear from our members you know if anyone is listening right now and they want to come and join and weigh in with us and this this is what it's all about it's not just hearing from us all the time it's it's about hearing real people and, and go back in and read the comments like the, the conversation is just so resonating um odette quickly you have the last word um what's coming up in the group this week well, the maximizing post is coming up now, so, <laughs> so that'll be coming up. So the mic. <laughs> yeah, just some more fun. Our conversation is much is much lighter now. You know, we had a couple weeks of a heavier conversation, and I think yeah, we, we did really it out. And so we're having a bit of fun. And I really want to encourage everybody, if you haven't yet, um, to go back and read the Valentine's Day giveaway comments, listen to what our members are saying, what they love about themselves. I mean, often we're, we can be so self-critical and so just untrusting of ourselves. And we, you know, we want to, we want to see the good in ourselves and what we love about ourselves, but to see it written in the group and to see yeah. it come out of the woodwork and, and share it has been amazing. So go there Very and good. yeah, and read those. Amazing. We seriously got to go. Odette, Kim, Monica, thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a good rest of your night. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.